Well, howdy, and welcome to another edition of Railfan Roberts Reading Railroad. <laughs> Chapter 4 Henry has two surprises. Jesse whispered, Keep still. The three children did not say a word. They sat quietly in the boxcar looking at the bushes. I wonder if it's a bear, thought Benny. Soon something came out, but it wasn't a bear, it was a dog which hopped along on three legs, crying softly and holding up a front paw. It's all right, said Jesse. It's only a dog, but I think he is hurt. The dog looked up and saw the children. Then he wagged his tail. Poor dog, said Jesse. Are you lost? Come over here and let me look at your paw. The dog hopped over to the boxcar, and the children got out. Jesse looked at the paw and said, Oh dear, you poor dog, there is a big thorn in your foot. The dog stopped crying and looked at Jesse. Good dog, said Jesse, I can help you, but maybe it will hurt. The dog looked up at Jesse and wagged his tail again. Violet, ordered Jesse, please wet my handkerchief in the brook. Jesse sat down on the stump and took the dog in her lap. She patted him and gave him a little piece of bread. Then she began to pull out the thorn. It was a long thorn, but the dog did not make any noise. Jesse pulled and pulled, and at last the thorn came out. Violet had a wet handkerchief ready. Jesse put it around the dog's paw, and he looked up at her and wagged his tail a little. He wants to say thank you, Jesse, cried Violet. He is a good dog not to cry. Yes, he is, agreed Jesse. Now, I had better hold him for a while so that he will lie down and rest his leg. We can surprise Henry, remarked Benny. Now we have a dog. So we can, said Jesse. But that was not my surprise. I was going to get a lot of blueberries for supper. Can't we look for blueberries while you hold the dog, asked Violet. Yes, you can, said Jesse. Look over there by the big trees. Benny and Violet ran over to look. Oh, Jesse, cried Benny. Did you ever see so many blueberries? I guess five blueberries. No, I guess ten blueberries. Jessie laughed. I guess there are more than five or ten, Benny, she said. Get a clean towel and pick them into it. For a while, Jessie watched Benny and Violet picking blueberries. Most of Benny's blueberries are going into his mouth, she thought with a laugh, but maybe that's just as well. He won't get so hungry waiting for Henry to come back with the milk. 
She carried the dog over to the children and sat down beside them, the dog on her lap. With her help, the towel was soon full of blueberries. I wish we had some dishes, Jessie said. Then we could have blueberries and milk. Never mind, said Violet. When Henry comes, we can eat some blueberries, then take a drink of milk. When Henry came, he had some heavy bundles. He had four bottles of milk in a bag, a loaf of brown bread, and also some fine yellow cheese. He looked at the dog. Where did you get that fine dog? he cried. He came to us, said Benny. He is a surprise for you. Henry went over to the dog, who wagged his tail. Henry patted him and said, He ought to be a good watchdog. Why is there a handkerchief on his foot? He had a big thorn in his foot, answered Violet. And Jesse took it out and put on the handkerchief. It hurt him, but he did not cry or growl. His name is Watch, remarked Benny. Oh, is it? asked Jesse, laughing. Watch is a good name for a watchdog. Did you bring some milk? asked Benny, looking hungrily at the bottles. I should say I did, replied Henry. Four bottles. Poor old Benny, said Jesse. We'll have dinner now, or is it supper? It must be supper, said Henry, for soon we'll have to go to bed. Tomorrow we'll eat three times, said Jessie. Now Jessie liked to have things in order, so she put the laundry bag on some pine needles for a tablecloth. Then she cut the loaf of brown bread into five big pieces. The cheese was cut into four. Dogs don't like cheese, remarked Benny. The poor little boy was glad too, for he was very hungry. Violet put the four bottles of milk on the table, and Jessie put some blueberries and cheese at each place. Blueberries, cried Henry. Jessie, you had two surprises for me. I'm sorry we haven't any cups, Jessie said. We'll have to drink out of the bottles. Now I'll come and sit down. So supper began. Look, Benny, said Henry. You take some blueberries, then eat some brown bread, then some cheese, and then take a drink of milk. It's good, said Benny. He began to put more blueberries into his mouth. The dog had supper, too. Jesse gave him bread as he lay down on the ground beside her, and he drank milk out of her hand. When supper was over, there was some milk left in each bottle. We'll have the rest of the milk for breakfast, said Jessie. Tonight we are going to sleep on beds. Let's get some pine needles now. Soon the children had a big pile. Henry jumped into the boxcar. R and Jessie gave him the pine needles. He made four beds in one end of the car. This side is the bedroom, said Jessie. What will the other side be, asked Benny. The other side, asked Jessie. Let me think. I guess that will be the sitting room, and maybe some of the time it will be the kitchen. 
Then she said, Come now, come and get washed. She took the cake of soap and went down to the brook. This will be fun, Benny, said Violet. We'll splash our paws in the brook just as little brown bear does. She knew that Benny did not like to be washed. The children were all very hot, so they were glad to splash in the cold water. Benny put cold water and soap on his face with the others and dried his hands on a towel. We'll have to have a line to dry the towels on, said Jessie. So she took the string out of the laundry bag and tied one end of it to a tree. The other end of the string she tied to the boxcar. This makes a good clothesline. When she had washed one towel and Violet had washed the other one, they hung both towels on the clothesline. It looks like home, said Henry. See the washing? He laughed. Jessie was thinking. We ought to get some water to drink before we go to bed, she said. But what shall we put it in? Let's put all the milk into two bottles, said Henry. Then we can fill the other two with water. Good, said Jessie. You go alone to the fountain, Henry. You can hide if anyone comes along. Henry went out very quietly and soon came back with two full bottles of cold water. Benny drank a little, but he was almost asleep. The other children helped him into the boxcar. Then they all climbed in, Jessie carrying the dog. He lay down at once beside her. It is so hot that we'll leave the door open, said Henry. Soon they were fast asleep, dog and all. The moon came up, but they did not see it. This was the first time in four days that they could go to sleep at night, as children should. Chapter 5 The Explorers Find Treasure The next morning, Jessie woke up first, and she got up at once, for she was the housekeeper. The dog sat in the door of the car and looked at her as she jumped down to get the milk for breakfast. Then he jumped down after her. Jessie walked down by the little brook and stopped to look at the waterfall. It was beautiful. I must look in the refrigerator, she said with a laugh. It was a funny refrigerator. There was a rock behind the waterfall and the night before, Jessie had put the two bottles of milk in a hole in this rock. Now she took out the bottles and found that the milk was very cold. Is it good, called Benny, who sat in the car door. It is delicious, cried Jessie. It is cold, too. She got up into the car with the milk and sat down beside Benny. Then the four children drank the milk for breakfast. Henry said, today I'll go to town and try to get some work to do. I can cut grass or work in a garden or something. Then we'll have something besides milk for breakfast. He washed his hands and face and started out. I'm so glad you have a dog, Jesse, he said. Goodbye, and I'll be back at noon.
The children looked after Henry. Then they looked at Jesse. What are we going to do now, Jesse? Benny asked his sister. Well, Benny, answered Jesse, we'll go exploring and look for treasures. We'll begin here at the car and look and look until we find a dump. What's a dump? asked Benny. Oh, Benny, said Violet. Well, you know what a dump is. Old tin cans and old dishes and bottles. Are tin, old tin cans and dishes treasures? Benny wanted to know. They will be treasures for us, answered Jesse, laughing. <laughs> and wheels, asked Benny again. Will there be any wheels on the dump? Yes, maybe, replied Violet. But cups, Benny, and plates, and maybe spoons. You like to drink milk out of a cup. Oh, yes, agreed Benny politely. But anyone could see that his mind was still on wheels. The explorers started walking down the old rusty tracks, with Watch hopping along on three legs. The other paw, still tied up with Jesse's handkerchief, was held off the ground. But the dog looked very happy. He liked these kind children. They walked along through the woods, looking this way and that. After a while, the old track came out into the sun, and the explorers found that they were on top of a hill. They could look down and see the town below them. Henry is down there, said Jesse. Benny was walking along behind his two sisters. Suddenly he cried happily, Look, Jesse, there's a treasure, a wheel. The girls looked where he was pointing, and they saw a big dump with many old bottles and tin cans on it. There was also both wheels and cups. Indeed, there were dishes of all kinds. Oh, Benny, cried Jesse, you saw the treasures first. What should, what would, should we do without you? Violet ran over to the dump. Here is a white pitcher, Jesse, she cried. Jesse looked at it. It was all right, with only one small crack. Here is a big white cup, too, she said happily. Can you use a teapot, Jesse? asked Benny. Yes, indeed, she replied. We can put water in it. I have found two cups and a bowl. Let's look for spoons, too. Violet held up what she had found. Five spoons covered with rust. Good, said Jessie. Here's a big kettle. Let's put all the dishes in it. Then we can carry them back to the boxcar. Benny had found four wheels just alike and laid them to one side. Now he held up a pink cup. There was a big crack in it, but it had a handle. This will be my pink cup, said Benny. I hope it will hold milk, said Jesse, he laughing. It is a beautiful cup, Benny. The children laid all their treasures, even the wheels on a board, and the girls carried the board next to the box back to the boxcar between them. They put the dishes down by the brook, 
Now we must wash them, said Jessie. All right, agreed Benny. We'll wash my pink cup. And never did a little boy hand dishes so carefully to his sisters as Benny did. The girls washed the dishes with soap, and Jessie used sand to get the rust off the spoons. There, she said, washing the last shining spoon. How fine they look, but I'm afraid they still aren't clean enough to eat from. When Henry comes, we'll get him to build a fire. Then we can have hot water to rinse them, and they will be very clean. The children sat back and admired the dishes. Suddenly, Violet cried, Oh, I know where to put them. Come and see what I found in the car last night. Both girls looked in at the door. Look on the door on the other side of the car, said Violet. All Jessie saw were two pieces of wood nailed to the closed door of the car. But she knew at once what was in Violet's mind. She ran to get the board they had carried from the dump and laid it carefully across the two pieces of wood. It made a fine shelf for the dishes. There, said Jessie. The children could hardly wait to put the shining dishes on the shelf. Let's put them on now, said Violet, and see how they look without waiting to rinse them. When they were on the shelf, Violet picked some white and yellow flowers and put them in a cup full of water in the middle of the shelf. There, said Jessie, stepping back to look at it. You said there three times, remarked Benny happily. So I did, replied Jessie, laughing, and I'm going to say it again. She pointed into the woods and said, there. Henry was coming through the woods, and he carried many funny-looking bundles in his arms. But he would not open his bundles or tell what he had been doing until it was time for dinner. Where did you get all the dishes, he cried when he saw the shelf. We went exploring, said Violet, and found a big dump. The children began telling him about their treasures. Benny told him about the tin cans and his pink cup and his wheels. Jesse took out the big kettle and asked him about building a fire. We want to use the dishes to eat from, she told him, and it's hard to get them clean in cold water. So Henry made a small fire in an open place where it could not burn anything. He put big stones all around it. We ought to have a fireplace, he remarked. Jesse cleaned the kettle with sand and filled it with water. Then Henry put it on the fire. Soon the water was boiling and Jesse rinsed the dishes carefully. Now I know they're clean enough to eat from, she thought, said happily. Chapter 6 A Queer Noise in the Night At last it was dinner time, 
and the children sat down to see what Henry had in his bundles. I bought another loaf of brown bread at the store, said Henry, and some more milk. Then I bought some dried meat because we can eat it in our hands. And I bought a bone for Watch. Watch looked hung hungrily at the bone and lay down at once to eat it. Jesse got, got out four cups and bowls and put some milk into each one. Then the children put in little pieces of brown bread and began to eat it with their new spoons. What fun, cried Jesse, eating with spoons. Now, tell us what you did in town today, Henry. Henry began. The town below this hill is Silver City. I saw the name on a sign. I went into the town and walked along the first street I came to. It was a nice street with big houses and flowers and trees. I saw a man cutting his grass. He's a good man too, I can tell you. A doctor. Did you work for him? Him asked Jesse. Yes, said Henry. He was very hot, and just as I came to the house, his bell rang. He started to the house, and I called after him and asked him if I could cut the grass. He said, yes, yes, I wish you would. You see, he wasn't used to cutting it himself. So I cut the grass, and he said, good for you. Do you want to work every day? And he said he had never had a boy who cut it as well as I did. Oh, Henry, cried Violet and Jesse. I told him I did want to work, and he told me to come back this afternoon. He has a pretty house and a garage and a big vegetable garden. Then he has a lot of cherry trees behind the house, a cherry orchard. You should see all the beautiful big red cherries. Well, when I was cutting the grass near the kitchen, the cook came to the kitchen door and watched me. She asked if I liked cookies, and I said I did, and she gave me one. What did you do with it? asked Betty hungrily. When she went back to the kitchen, I put it in my pocket, said Henry, laughing. Did she see you? cried Jessie. Oh, no, said Henry. I played I was eating it. For a long time, I carefully ate away on nothing at all. Benny began to look at Henry's pocket. It did look very funny. Henry went on. When I came home, the doctor gave me a dollar, and the cook gave me this bag. Henry laughed at Benny and pulled the bag out of his pocket. In it were ten delicious brown cookies. Oh, oh, cried Benny. Please, Jesse, let's have cookies for dinner. <laughs> yes, indeed, said Jesse. Then Henry opened his last bundle. I thought we ought to have a tablecloth, he said, so I got one at the store, but it wasn't him. Violet begged, oh, let me hem it. She took out her scissors out of her work bag and cut the two ends even. But before she began to hem the pretty blue tablecloth, she helped Jesse watch, wash and rinse the dishes and put them away. Benny helped too. When Henry said goodbye and went back to town, all the children were working happily. 
Watch was trying to make a hole with one paw to bury his bone in. I'll help you bury your bone, Watch, said Benny. Oh no, Benny, said Jesse. Watch wants to bury his bone himself. You come and help me. I'm going to make a broom for the house. For a little while, Benny ran around finding sticks for the broom, but he soon went to sleep on the ground with the dog for a pillow. The two girls sat by the brook. Violet was hemming the blue tablecloth, and Jesse was making the broom with a long stick for a handle. When Henry came back at supper time, the broom with its long handle stood in the kitchen, and the new tablecloth was hemmed. Henry admired the broom and the tablecloth. Then he gave Jesse a small bundle. Oh, butter, cried Jesse, her eyes shining. It was butter, yellow and sweet. The four children had not had any butter for many days. At last, they sat down to their fine supper. Now this spoon is a magic spoon, said Henry. Turn it around, use the handle, and it is a knife. He showed Benny how to put the butter on the brown bread with his magic knife. With dried meat, bread and butter, milk and cookies, the children could not ask for a better supper. What did you do this afternoon, Henry? asked Jesse. Well, I washed the doctor's car, said Henry. Then I washed the walks and the windows. Tomorrow I'm going to work in the garden. Then he looked at the brook. Oh, how I would love to have a swim in that nice cold water. Henry was hot and sticky as he looked at the waterfall. Maybe we could make a swimming pool, he said. We could build a dam out of logs. Oh, yes, we could, said Jesse. Violet and I know where to find some logs and some big flat stones. You do, said Henry. Yes, said Jesse. They are not far away. And just a little way below here is a pool now, with sand all around it. But it is not big enough to swim in. Is that so, cried Henry. Someday I'll stay at home and we'll try to dam up the brook and make a swimming pool. You can have my wheels, said Benny. Good, replied Henry. I'll make you a little cart with the wheels, Benny. You can carry stones in it. Yes, said Benny, I will. Come now, we must go to bed, said Jesse. The children were all glad to go to bed. They stood on the stump and climbed into their new home, and they all went to sleep but Henry. He was thinking about the new swimming pool. All at once he saw that Watch was not asleep. Henry patted the dog and said, Lie down, Watch. But Watch did not lie down. He began to growl softly. "'Shh!' said Henry to the dog. He sat up, and Jessie sat up. "'What is it, Henry?' she whispered. "'I don't know,' replied Henry. He was frightened. "'I think Watch hears something in the woods.' "'Let's close the door,' said Jessie. "'I'm afraid.' 
The two children closed the heavy door softly. Then they sat still and listened, but they did not hear anything. Lie down, Watch, said Jesse. Go to sleep. But Watch did not go to sleep. He growled again. Maybe someone is in the woods. Maybe someone wants to hide in this car, whispered Jesse. Maybe, said Henry. There is something out there that the dog doesn't like. They heard a stick crack and Watch barked. Oh, shh. Jessie put her hand over his mouth. If there is someone out in the woods, he knows that there is a dog in this boxcar, said Henry. He took the new broom in his hand and waited, but nothing came, nothing at all. The two children waited and waited. Violet and Benny slept through it all. I'm going to open the door now, said Henry. They opened the door softly, then listened. The dog sniffed a little. Then he turned around three times and lay down. He put his head on his paws. It must be all right now, said Henry. Watch nose. Maybe it was just a rabbit. So at last they all went to sleep and slept until morning. No part of this episode may be reproduced without my personal permission. Railfan Roberts Reading Railroad is a production of Raccoon Gaming Rails Railroad Productions. And all, all podcast episodes are owned by Raccoon Gaming Rails Railroad Productions.